Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Forever. Dog. Hi, it's Midnight Snack. It's Michelle Collins. Um, always a treat to be here. Always a treat to be here. I didn't sleep very much last night, and yet I'm a chock full of energy. And I don't. I have to stage my apartment. I think some some entity has entered my space, and I'm not able <laughs> to sleep like I used to sleep. Like I'm just not sleeping well. Dan Acton. I'm here with Dan Acton. I want to wish first and foremost a happy birthday to Hey Trace. Happy birthday. It was Tracy's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Tracy. Cheers to you. Dan Acton, uh, we had such a nice weekend. How are you? Yeah, it was great. How are you? I'm, uh, I also, my apartment is a mess. I think like I had a week off where I just Oh, I just realized I didn't want you to see what was happening back there. I, that's my fault. I got to turn in the thing. No, I see the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> my apartment was, my apartment is in a state of disrepair, but it's, It'll take me an hour to organize it. It's not that bad. It's just to set aside, to have the energy for that hour is like, yeah, kill me, you know? Yeah, you have to get in the mood. Um, Dan and I had, uh, we spent some quality time together this weekend. First and foremost, Dan, 
before we even talk about our Saturday, and I am wearing, I bought some merch at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, which I don't know if I've ever done, but I'm wearing a sweatshirt that it's pretty cute. What do we think? It looks cool. Yeah, it's I fun, love right? it. It's like oversized, yeah, it's says Metropolitan Museum of Art on it. Um, Dan, I have to tell you something funny. So I saw Dan, we, uh, I'll, we'll tell you about our day, but something happened today. I'm not going to say it was Costco fish levels, but it just made me think of you and it made me laugh. <laughs> so gentlemen, I had an OBGYN appointment today, just like to keep things mm. nice and tight, you know? So I thought, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. every time I go in, I, by the way, I must get a pap smear like five times a year. I always go in. And they're like, you're back. And I'm like, smear me, baby. I'm ready. I just, I'm so, they were like, oh, I thought you had to get a pap smear once a year. And they were like, no, actually now they change it to three or once every three to five years. And I got one last January. So I was, yeah. So it actually has been over a year for me, but I'm like, uh, okay, three to five years seems like a long time to wait in case, God forbid, there's some sort of, I don't know, cancerous, anything, whatever, polyps. Yeah. Um, all kinds of words they threw my way today. You don't even know. But anyway, so they changed <laughs> offices. So I go into, I'll, I'll say the name of my gynecologist, something I'm not embarrassed. Uh, I go to Dr. <laughs> what if all my fans like started bombarding her? Like, what does she look like? <laughs> down <laughs> Maybe we there. Should, yeah. <laughs> down there. Maybe we shouldn't say her name. Actually, Tracy, bleep out the name of the doctor. That would be really funny if we could bleep the name. So I'm at Dr. <laughs> Please beep that. <laughs> And uh, they changed locations, so they're in Chelsea. And I walked in today, and I was like, oh, I didn't know. They used to be in Midtown. I guess they still have that office. But I was like, oh, how long have you guys – do you ever do this? I'm the, Well, I'm the most annoying person on earth. But I do two things uh, that, again, I think are charming. And we'll get into how charming I think I am in a second. But <laughs> where I go, oh, when did you guys open back up? Or I'm like, when did this sure. open? I always ask. Yeah, yeah. So annoying though. Why? A, Why do I a, care? It's a it's, it's a conversation starter. Who cares? It's just like they go, and then you know what the funniest thing is when you go, when did you guys open this? And they go, February of 2017. <laughs> like it's been open for you're years. Like, you're like, wow. well, I didn't know that this was okay. even here, you know. <laughs> so I go in today and I go, Oh my gosh, when did you guys open this new office? They go, today. <laughs> oh. I go, you're kidding. They go, <laughs> they were like, Yeah, we opened what? it. Today is our first day here. Like it's our it's a Monday. It's our first day in this new office. Wow. So I'm like, oh, I'm getting a brand new speculum. I'm getting a br- yeah. everything is going to be new. It's like not tainted by other vaginas. I'm like so excited, <laughs> right? So I go in the bathroom <laughs> to give my urine sample. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna die? <laughs> because Dan, did we not talk? On- Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, my love. He's got a Sauvignon Blanc. And I'm drinking uh, an unhealthy looking rosé. This rosé needs some more water. It's dehydrated. <laughs> you look pretty hydrated there in your glass there, Dan. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> this is a nice one. Is it? Mine's good too. I just bought it today. So wait. Yeah. So I go in with my little cup. And, you know, men don't know this. I mean, before we get into this, do you have any idea what happens at the gynecologist? Do men know anything about it? No. Is it like a literal smear? Well, what do you mean by that? Well, like, I think that a pap smear is they're smearing something and then it makes it uh, like you can x-ray. No. The sm- what? That's not what it... Uh, I'll tell you. You know what's funny? It's like, I'm going to end up getting this wrong and Tracy's going to pipe in and be like, you're both idiots. Like, it's this. They did give me an ultrasound, so they did have to smear some stuff on me, which is fucking 
disgusting, but um, right. no, it's where they literally like, it's really awful. Actually it, it hurts. It's like they put this thing in you and they take a long Q-tip and they like swab your uterus basically with this Q-tip oh, okay. to test it it's for like cells. A- yeah. Yeah. It's like if you have like an STD test or something. Yeah. And like then they wipe thing. it on a bagel and they put the bagel in a Ziploc and then they send the Ziploc out. Oh. Yeah. That's why that's it's great. called. <laughs> I get a, I get a pap schmear. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but us Jews, we get a pap schmear. Okay. Bagel and a schmear. So, <laughs> so stupid. So anyway, so I go, now did we were talking about this on Saturday, which is why this is so funny. So I go into this brand new toilet at the gynecologist's office, and I'm like, so I'm over the moon. I'm I'm elated. I'm like so excited. I can't believe my luck that everything is new. Like, great. Right, right. So this fancy new gyno place has the Toto Japanese toilet. Oh, cool. That's perfect. Well, okay. So let me pause here to say that Dan, <laughs> you want to share with people, or do you not feel comfortable about your toilet? Uh, I feel great about my toilet. Um, I don't actually have a Toto because it's they're really expensive. But yeah. I have like a a Pfizer. What's the uh, what's the? Uh, you have the Pfizer. The He's got the vac the Vax toilet. Kohler. <laughs> I, I have yes. the uh, Moderna have toilet, and every time. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. So uh, no, but I've had for like a year now. I think it's fantastic. It's really great. But it's, then, didn't you get uh, in trouble for it? Uh, I'm, I might get in trouble for it. Somebody, uh, the official plumber came to like fix like, uh, something and he couldn't figure out how to get the toilet seat off. Cause there's like a tiny little, there's a button that slides off very easily, but he's yeah. used to like a hundred year old plumbing. And so I think he might've taken a photo of it. I did drill a hole into my, uh, the cabinet underneath my sink to make room for the pipe. So I don't think it's going against, I don't think I'm going to get in trouble at this point. It's been three, three weeks, but yeah. No, you'll be fine. Well, anyway, we just talked yeah. about this this weekend when I saw Dan, which we'll get to. So anyway, I, I see this fancy toilet. I'm like, Ooh, and I have my coat on. It's chilly out today. I have my bag and I'm holding this little cup. So I put the cup down and I've, the funny thing is the only place where I've really ever used this toilet before. This is like such a hilarious name drop, but also true. Was at Whoopi Goldberg's house? Cause Whoopi has the Toto, right? Oh, so I've used smart. Whoopi's. Yeah. I've used Whoopi's Japanese toilet, not to brag. Uh, and I, and I said, I said this to Dan, you know, I have an issue with like bidet toilets and I'm sure this one would spray me if I wanted. I don't want to have a hose that was an inch away from somebody else's asshole spraying my asshole. I really have an issue with that. And I get it's different. You know what's funny? I would use someone's handheld shower afterwards. Like that I would feel less weird about. But just something about it being in the toilet, I can't explain it. It's just not for me. Like I just don't want water. I don't want shitty water anywhere. I don't like it. It seems unsanitary to me. And that's just how I was raised. It's okay. You can feel differently. I know I'm wrong. (laughs) Makes no sense. It, It would never touch like anything. And I think it actually cleans itself when it goes in and out. If I, it's a I, Toto, it for sure. What is it going in and out of? <laughs> My asshole. Uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> it's like a spinning brush. I'm like, wait a minute. Then I use it every day. I'm bubbles. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll be right back. 20 minutes later, I'm like smoking. I'm in like an old, old undershirt, no bra. I'm like, yeah, well, anyway, things have happened. So. What I hate about this toilet, though, for those who've never used it, is that it has an automatic seat warmer. So basically... <laughs> well, that's gross. Yeah. Yes! I... Oh, my God. I did not think you were going to be on my side about that. I'm actually shocked. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. The seat warmer feature is gross. It's like a ghost. It's like a you have a ghost for a roommate. <laughs> yeah, it's like who sat on here for two hours reading the paper while shitting, and now I have to sit on it. It's I like it's like a pillow. Like I want an ice cold toilet seat. Let my ass be like ooh, call icy. You know? I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. and I forgot how much I hated it. So anyway, I have this little cup and I put it like on top of the toilet paper thing. And I actually really had to pee and I sit down and it's like, and it's like hot. And I'm like, Ooh, I hate this. I forgot about it. And then these toilets are just like, I'm telling you, it's so confusing. It started just making like a whirring sound, like a fan started going off. And I was like, Oh, is it going to like dry me oh. down there? I hadn't even peed yet. I was like, is it going to just like dry off? There was so much going on. I was thinking about your toilet, the hot seat, the thing. Anyway, I just start peeing my little brains out. And then after the last <laughs> drop falls, I'm like, I literally did not pee in the cup. Oh, come on. So- <laughs> I was so confused. I was like so overwhelmed by like all the modernity, the Moderna of it all that I literally did not even in the cup. And then at the end, it was like, oh, I didn't mean it. Maybe I can squeeze out a few more drops and like nothing yeah. was coming. So I said, oh, Ugh. do you have any water? Oh, my God. I was so embarrassed. I was cracking up, though. I walked out being like, well, boy, am I embarrassed. I was like that hot toilet seat really threw me off. I'm so sorry. Congrats on the new office. That toilet seat was just way too hot. And I totally forgot about the sample because I was like overwhelmed by how fancy this seat was. Anyway, so that's distracting. It was distracting. But Dan, tell everybody what we did on a Saturday. And by the way, I have a lovely doctor and hopefully everything is a okay. But uh, Dan, tell everybody about our lovely Saturday. Uh, yeah, so we went to the uh, Metropolitan Museum of Art and went up. Our, our goal was to go up to the roof and see this uh, rooftop art that uh, was a... Our art <laughs> like being a in quotes. Arts in quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like every year they have like a new piece of like modern art that you go up to the top of the roof of the Met. And usually there's like a bar and you have like a drink and like you go and it's usually thought provoking art slightly. And uh, this year, it was a big blue, big bird, not even that big, a medium-sized wow. blue Medium-sized big, big bird. Keep talking. I have things to say. It looked like, to me, if you lived a thousand miles away, like not in the, the cultured city of New York, but if you, you know, where I grew up, and uh, Sesame Street on Ice came to town, and they would put that at the mall, I think. Like, uh, I thought it's Wow. I have to tell you something. <laughs> I have to tell you something. I didn't know Dan was going to go there until he just said that. I'm actually like, because, you know, as it's so bad, here's the thing. I'm triggered by Big Bird as a girl who was always a head. That's not a joke. As a girl who was always a head taller than every person. And do you know that yesterday? Do you know that yesterday? I can't get into details, but I was with someone who is uh, supposedly six foot four. So he says, and mm. I felt like we were the same height. And he was like, you're six one. And I was like, yeah, he was like, OK. And I was like. Are you really like I, I almost wish I had a measuring tape because I was like, I don't think you're six four unless I'm growing. Like, is it possible that I have like a disease? And I Googled it when I got home because I was really uh, honestly panicking about it. And I discovered this thing called acromegaly. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, I, ha- yeah. I, ha- I have it. <laughs> I think I didn't ask my, I didn't oh, ask my gynecologist right. about it, but it's basically where your body just keeps your growing. Your vagina got huge. <laughs> Shut up, idiot. No, it didn't. The only thing that got really small was my vagina. 
Everything okay. else got messed, <laughs> including my asshole. And uh, yeah, it says acromegaly. It says it's where your pituitary gland, gland excuse me, mine is a pituitary grand piano. <laughs> I just tinkle its ivories left and right. Um, produces too much growth hormone during adulthood. And these pictures are, I mean, they're haunting uh, these poor people who have it. They say it's very rare, but I'm like, so I keep, ch- I kept checking my knuckles all day. Like, am I getting fat knuckles? Do I have them? Do I have them pituitary knucks? I kept thinking all day. I really was like, I have it. But anyway, so Big Bird is triggering for me because as a quote unquote six foot one, I might be six, six. I don't know how tall I am. Um, woman. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was always called Big Bird growing up, always Jolly Green Giant and Big Bird. And, mm. you know, great. And so, but I love Sesame Street so much. So I was very torn because I like really love Sessies. I just love it. You know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not Disney, I'm yeah. Sessies, you know. And uh, right. I was excited about it. But then we got there. And let me just say this I hadn't been to the Met in a year. Yeah, neither. Yeah. And it was uh, it was a beautiful day on Saturday. I wore a beautiful dress. I walked across Central Park. Central Park was packed. I will say something has changed in this last week where it does feel like almost things are normal. Like even though we're masking. Yeah. Even today I was out and it felt like the restaurants felt open in a different way. I can't explain it. Just it felt a little better. Um, mm-hmm. But we go to the museum and I must tell you, listener, if you ever get a chance to come to New York, or if you've been and you've never been to the Metropolitan, even if you say, I don't like museums, there is no more beautiful place in the world, I think. It is just, it's a fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, it's it's very soothing to just go in there for like 25 minutes or so and walk around like the Greek and Roman or the uh, Egyptian wing or whatever, like on the main hall. See, I'm a second a floor right. girl. Yeah. Anywhere you go is beautiful. Oh, though. really? Oh, yeah, I'll stick to the first floor, actually, and uh, um, just turn around and walk out. It's, it refreshes your soul. <laughs> well, I just I just love a painting. We wanted to go. They, I will tell people they closed the roof bar because back in the old yeah. days, they had a little bar up there where you could have like a drink and or cocktail. Look, and the view right. is like, I mean, a billion dollar view. You see all of Central yeah. Park, all of downtown. It's stunning. Um, yeah. And the bar was closed. So they kept saying, oh, the only place. And I was really thirsty. They were like, the only place we have any liquids is something called the eatery. I was like, all right. So then, Dan, how long did it take us to find the eatery? The eatery is like Indiana Jones in the deepest, darkest basement on the lowest level of the mat. You have to truly, at one point, you're like rappelling down a hole. You're like, is it down here? Like, where is it? No, you really are. Like, it was awful. I I got trapped in a place where like there were two bathrooms, but both (laughs) of them were marked women. Like, there was no men's bathrooms. I like that, though. See, I like that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you would have loved (laughs) So I had to ask somebody to like find it. Yeah, it, it was very hard to find. I don't know what they were thinking when they built it, but but um, and then we had a delicious seltzer and a little piece of chocolate called Moo. And then we went up to yeah. the roof. Wait, remember though the guy that I raced? There were ch- a couple. There's Dan and I, and then there was this couple, and we were there first, right? And then yeah. I I knew where we were going, but I still just to be safe, I didn't want because didn't I say we're going that way? But I said, oh, where are the elevators to go to the roof? And this like Weird Al Yankovic, all the guards at the Met look like Weird Al. What is that about? <laughs> if you're born with like long curly brown hair as a man, you better get the blazer dry cleaned because your destiny awaits as being one of the metropolitan guards. But anyway, so he goes, uh, oh, um, it's right down, right down there like Robert De Niro and Goodfellas. Right. Yeah. Right down there. And I was like there. And the couple clearly were going to ask the same question. So when the guy yeah. heard and you saw it, he took yeah. off now you have to understand yes. something as a fellow big bird for certainly 
First of all, we were there first. And I get it. I respect his game. I respect his gameplay, right? But I'm like, I I was I will knock over a Grecian urn to beat this man to the line. I was like, I am not letting this man. <laughs> well, you beat almost us. did. Yes. You almost did because we were like dodging things. It was like dodging like running like Indiana Jones, like dodging these like artifacts. And it flashed before because you were like like your body was curving. You were like turning so fast. I'm very good. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like Mario Kart. But like <laughs> I was just like, they're not gonna because also like it was just crazy. I was like, don't race us. Like we asked the question. We were here first. You know what I mean? So I was Yeah. And I can move. Listen, I'm I don't I weigh a lot, but I can I'm fast. Like <laughs> honestly, I've been I had a guy outwalk me recently in Riverside Park, but he was flinging his arms so far back and forth that I was like, and he looked ridiculous. And I was like, okay, I'm going to let that man beat me because he has traded what literally what people look like walking to walk fast. Like he just was like the arms were just, I mean, I've never seen anyone walk like that in my life. And I actually almost wanted to try it because I was like, maybe I can actually get my own speed up if I just turn both of my arms into like jelly tubes and just like fling them everywhere. You know, maybe I'll be able to like <laughs> really get moving. But, um, but yeah, so no, so we waited online and then we eventually got to the roof post eatery and, uh, yeah. oh, I, and it was, uh, it was fine. It was just nice to be up there, but yeah, the installation, it, it nice looks like plastic. There. It's just like a big little tykes kind of thing. It's a kind of a nothing. There are like many issues with it. Like one, it's too small. I agree. Like. It only you would think from the photos that it's a mobile that's swinging all the way around and there's a lot of views of it, but you can only really see it from this little corner corner of the hedge. That's the only way you can view it. It's dead simple. So it's always been a great date idea. Like I don't have any ideas because like uh, for dates, but I just have that in my head that I can always go up to the roof of the Met. Like, where are you going to talk about with that? Like, there's no it's like, well, it's Big Bird. What do you think? There's like also like horrible date spot if you have any childhood trauma at all being like wow it's uh yeah it's really uh it's really nice it's really really nice no i like it i like it i just need a couple minutes please no i really like it. i really really like it there's, there's nowhere to there's nowhere to hide <laughs> they go down to the eatery i'm like where yeah. the hell did he go okay he's probably in the eatery he's like racing that some man moose yeah i'm sorry i just needed a handful of moose don't mind me. <laughs> genie moves. I'm obsessed. When I went to the mat, I've been working on my genie moves impression on Sirius. And she's like, Big Bird, rooftops, museum. She, she's like a cave person, genie. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that was our met day. And then that's not even the worst part. of. I actually had a great day with you. We really had a good time. It was nice. It was really pretty. But then my dumb fuck ass, which we all know that I'm an idiot. Oh, I became a member of the Met. Oh, yeah. uh, so that was nice. So that um, was funny. That was funny. When so <laughs> <laughs> you went to like buy this like cool sweatshirt, Thanks. which I love, and then you're like, hmm, should I be like a, a member of the Met? And she's like, absolutely. Uh, we just decided to do it. Well, because uh, by the way, let me tell form. you why. It's a, look, I'll tell yeah, you why. Okay. Hundred and ten bucks to become a member. The sweatshirt was fifty dollars. Uh, you yeah. save 20%. So that's already $10 off. Then they deduct the price of your ticket for the day, which was nice. Yeah. Now as New York residents, yeah. we can donate. Let's just say I got $20 off the price of the sweatshirt. Okay. Yeah. 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 Tracy, edit, <laughs> Wait, Tracy, what? edit out this silence. Okay. Look, we paid $5 each. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we paid $5 each. Anyway, so long story short, so they took off 20 bucks from the membership. Yeah. So it was $90. And I'm like, you know what? 
I love I a I love them at B. It's like okay, I'll be a member this way. You get to preview nights and stuff like that. It's worth it. So fine. Yeah. So and I get to bring people for free. What were you gonna say? Well, it takes a long time to fill out the card. Okay. Apparently, so she, and they, and well, they do all the- <laughs> wait, I filled it out so fast. I was scrolling. Are you kidding me? Wait. There okay. Were- okay. Okay. You filled it out fast. Because she had to, she asked you like, you know, what is this word? What, you know, what's this number? She but had like, to type the, it into the system, but I filled it fast. Yeah. Yeah. It was like this like abacus machine or something where, where it took like forever. And like, so I was, I was minding my own business, but like, like every 30 seconds I would look behind us and there was like three more people waiting to buy their postcard. Okay. So hold on. We were in the line to pay and it wasn't the main store. It was like, if anyone knows the Met, it was the elevator store. There's a store by the elevators. So we were yeah. there. So and I and I turned. There was a lovely lady behind us. How many times did I apologize to the line? At least four times. Three, three yeah, to four. Sure. Yeah. No, I kept turning Absolutely. around and going. I am so sorry. I, you know, listen. People think I'm a pig. I am a not. I am not even a pig at all. I turned. Around, I'm a reverse pig. I'm a fair, right-minded girl. I first turned to the woman behind me when it was just her, and I was like, "I'm really sorry. This is taking so long. I'm just becoming a member." Yes. She could not have been nicer. She was like. No, yes. no problem at all. Thank you, ma- ma'am. Okay. True. Every time I cranked around, it is true that the line was like five more people long and everybody <laughs> wanted me dead. And I was like, look, and then when, oh, wait. And then when I left, one guy really, I think had like a thing for me. Cause the guy who was dressed like that stoner dude could not yeah. stop staring at me. Even when we, it was very strange, but wait, then uh, when we were hmm. leaving, I, what did I forget? She was like, oh, do you want this? I forgot something. I think the membership card. Receipt or something. I think she was like, that's your, I forgot some shit. Oh, maybe like my card didn't go through. I don't remember. She was like, miss, come back. (laughs) So then I had to like go all the way back. (laughs) It's like, this is my help. This is my help. But I'm a member of the Met now. I have this amazing sweatshirt. Oh, the last thing I'll say, because we have to go for Josh Gondelman, who I love, is that Dan and I were like, okay, where should we go for dinner? One of my favorite restaurants, which is a chain here in New York, is San Ambrose, which they have one in uh, Soho, my favorite one in the West Village. There was always one on the Upper East Side, but they opened like a huge one on Madison, a few blocks south of the Met. So I see it and I'm like, oh my God, San Ambrose, uh, my favorite. Let's go here. It's it, the classiest, best people watching, always chic, great food. Yeah. So we go up, there's like a big line of people and I do what I always do, which is charm. Wait, Tracy, I have to tell the story. I'm sorry. Please don't be mad. I had gone Friday to Balthazar. Wait, let me just say, I know people are like, literally like, why do I listen to this? Let me tell my story. Friday, I went alone before I had a dinner to Balthazar to have some cheese by myself because I was starving. Cheese for one. Cheese. That's one of my favorite Colonel Abram songs, Cheese for One. If you don't know it, do look it up. But no, because I was like so hungry. I had a late dinner. And I was literally like, I'm going to faint. And they were like, we only have dessert or cheese. And I said, I, that's all I want. I only want dessert or cheese. Perfect. <laughs> so there was a, there were two people in front of me and this is at Balfi's. And they're like, uh, yeah, like two assholes, like table for two. And they were like, oh, we're really busy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they go, okay. And the girl goes, by the way, um, last week when I was here, um, I left a Prada bag. Can you guys check to see if it's here? And I'm listening to this, like, am I... Did, am I on fucking am I fucking high right now? And the woman is like, okay, can you describe the bag? And she's like, yeah, it's like black leather. Like, Meh. So the woman who works there leaves. So now it's my turn. I go up to the guy, very cute, short little guy who works there. And I go, you know, I would have opened with the Prada bag. <laughs> I was like, I would have said it at the top. Where is my fucking $2,000 right. $2, bag? She could not have been more blase about it. I'm like, are these people... 
I wish I knew wealth like that to be like, oh, also, I yeah. left my designer expensive purse here. Could you mind, you know, checking the lost and found? Anyway, Dan and I go to St. Ambrose. I, do I not befriend the hostesses there in two seconds? They were so nice to us. Absolutely. Yes. I'm telling you, I'm charming. People are always confused. I am always, I always lead with charm unless you try to fuck me over in any way. People should keep their mouths shut. You are charming. Let me tell you fucker is something, okay? You want to see fucking charm? You better tune the fuck in, okay? I am mother... I'm a fucking lady. That's Adele, the uh, comedian. Anyway, so no, so we they seat us, and we're just so happy to be sitting at this nice like, place. Like we're just, and now there's no paper menus, yeah. so that's how they fuck you. Right. So she came yes. over to be like, "Can we get any? Can I get you guys something to drink?" And we're like, "Yes, a glass of wine, please." So she comes over with this wine, gavi to gavi, whatever. Yeah. Good wine, a healthy pour yeah. to her credit. It was a nice pour of wine, but still, you know. Anyway, yeah. check comes. I look at the Wait, check. Wait, can I say like your your little trick to like get slightly more than me, which was to like show her something on your phone while she was born? <laughs> that wasn't a trick. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. Okay, I do make mistakes. <laughs> she really, she really gives so much little. I was like a sip. <laughs> she gave me a really nice pour and then she goes to pour a glass for Dan and I'm like have you seen the rooftop of the mat and you know I have like a full like you know viewfinder I'm like look through this thing so she like put the wine down to look at it and then like I admit I admit she cheated you out of a sip and that is my fault and I felt bad I felt bad about that uh, I offered to give you my glass did I not so wait <laughs> I'm, I'm so hyper from this conversation so wait long story short we get the check we get the bill. And listen, I'm no cheapskate. I am no cheapskate. I will pay even though I joined a membership to save $10. I joined a $100 membership to save 10 But I, you know, I never look. When it comes to food, going out for dinner, it's like, to me, dinner and a show. You know, you eat outside on a sidewalk. Sure. But y'all, y'all, each glass of wine was $29 fucking dollars. And I'm like, hold, <laughs> hold the fuck on. Dan. Come on. Come on. I, I think she should have said something or like mentioned it or something. I think they probably all were that expensive, but I'll be honest with you. She knew what she was doing. And it's like, it look, was more, that is more than like all the clothes that I was wearing. That's not true. Come on. <laughs> he, was, he was in a barber jacket. Don't start with me. But literally that well, was okay, like the price of my sweatshirt. Yeah, it was. That I little glass I, of wine. That was yeah. shocking. I'm glad we didn't go for two. Oh my god! I am um, over the moon. We almost did too. Oh no, we had a martini. The mar- the martini oh, was yeah. cheaper. That was a fucked up thing. That the martini, right. w- Grey Goose martini, was like seven six dollars cheaper than this fucking wine. Yeah. What? No. I don't know. I, I'm also very glad that you sent back the Brussels sprouts because that cut a, a little Why? bit off. The, I'm mad. You, the- I'm, <laughs> mad you, I'm mad you brought that up. I'm mad. Dan is a fucking asshole. That, that's my payback for the wine fucking thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it got some off the bill. I loved it. Okay, first of all, hold on a second. Can I, I know Josh Trace is going to kill me. <laughs> hold on. I have to tell you what happened with the Brussels sprouts. I wasn't going to bring it up. Somebody decided to. So I have to tell this story in two seconds. A side of Brussels sprouts at this restaurant, which I did know when ordering them, was 17 bucks. Yeah. Now that's fine. Yes. It's a fucking sure. sh- All the sides, broccoli, everything, $17. Uh, they better be the crispiest. And I asked her, did I not? Mm-hmm. I said, Yes. How are they prepared? Are they crispy? You know, I like them burnt. Like, give it to me like yes. that. She went, yeah. oh, ma'am. 
They're very crispy. <laughs> she went. <laughs> she said. She said. Our Brussels her eyes missed. Her, her eyes missed it over. <laughs> she got a far away look in her eyes. <laughs> said our, our brussels sprouts oh miss they're uh they're very very crispy <laughs> they're, they're very 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 crispy i said that's mm-hmm. all i need to hear we'll take them and what did yeah. they bring up i'll tell you something i'm a bad cook i have made better brussels sprouts than the shit that they brought out from the kitchen they were uncooked yeah, i made better today yeah they were kind of parboiled with like uh no, there was no crispiness actually. they, they right. were horrible so i'm sorry no i'm not paying seven so i did send them back and you know what i'll do yeah. it again dan <laughs> We gotta go, Dan. I love you. It's really crap. This made me like almost too hyper. Like I have like I have like a mania now. Like because Dan brought up the the wine. Why are you throwing me into the bus? I'm supporting you. You brought up the wine pouring, the Brussels, me nearly knocking a vase over. I mean, honestly, (laughs) nobody should hang out with me. That is, I don't know how anyone does. (laughs) Admit that I'm charming. Just tell people. You're absolutely charming. Thank you. I told you you should write a book. Yeah. All right. I just want to make sure everyone gets it because I'm also I'll, I'll bring I'll bring this next thing up with Josh because he'll he'll have thoughts on this. Dan Acton, the love of New York City. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I, I feel crazy. I don't know. Dan, I love you. We'll talk to you like next love week. You. Bye, babe. Uh, I've been waiting for this day. I don't even know if my guest knows how long I've been waiting to have his wit, his kindness, his just um, ethereal energy. Can I say that, Josh? (laughs) Thank you. I've really been working on making my energy more ethereal, so I'm glad you noticed. Wait, honestly, celestial. Like, it is truly... Thank you. um, It is from a different time, a different era, Mm -hmm. and just, um, it fills me with warmth. And I adore him. He has his own podcast, Imagine That. It's called Make My Day. <laughs> We're going to talk all about that. It's a pop culture and politics game show. Um, I'm hoping to be on it soon. I'm dying to do your show, Josh. You will talk about it. He also wrote yes. for one of my favorite late night shows ever last week. Tonight has a book of essays called Nice Try and is currently writing for the two funniest people I've literally ever met, Desus and Mero, who have a show on Showtime. The one and only Josh Gondelman. Joshy, tell me everything. Such a pleasure to see you. This that's all. I what a lovely intro. I'm Thank just you. feeling delighted. That's that's my whole thing right now is just being happy to be here with you. That's like honestly no one says that to me and why is that? No one's ever just happy to be with me. Get out of here. That's untrue. You're right. You're such well first of all, you're so funny, such Thank a great you. host. The best Oscars tweets. Just a true <laughs> Uh, a true joy. I've been looking forward to this since we got on the calendar. Just like so excited. It's Aww. been too long since I've talked to you. Let's talk about the Oscars. Actually, I wasn't planning on bringing it up because it was, in fact, the lowest rated Oscars of all time. Did you see that? <laughs> Nine, I didn't see that. Under 10 million people uh, watched it. I guess like 9.58 million. Sounds like a lot, but it really is not that many. Okay. Well, here's the thing. They had it in a train station, right? So 10 million people, pretty good for buskers like to bring in. Oh, yeah. Oh, a busker. Busker Keaton. Great day for buskies. Like, (laughs) buskies eating it up. But for your typical, you know, it's kind of, here's my take on it. It's the most diverse group of nominees, right? Finally, they have so many women nominated, so many people of color. I just feel like, uh, my opinion 
is that the production quality of the show last night, and I, I'm sorry, you cannot blame COVID because there were people sitting with each other without their masks on. Yeah. They could have yep. done it in a much more professional way. Here's an idea. Curtains. They could have hung curtains. I said that. I said that first thing. I turned it on. I was like, you mean they're just like having the sun in people's eyes coming in from outside in the audience <laughs> shots? Looked, Nobody thought about curtains. No one thought about curtains. It it literally felt bat mitzvah vibes. I was like, is this, is there going to be like a candle lighting ceremony with Francis McDormand? 100%. Like, it felt very unchic, actually, given how elegant everybody was dressed. And honestly, like the movies this year were, some of them were very good. They, they were all very heavy. You know, all the movies were mm-hmm. uh, pretty dramatic. Um, Nomad Land for me. Okay. You know, listen, uh, I, he's not saying it. He's so smart. This is why I'll never get, I just want everyone to listen. I haven't seen it. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll talk trash. I like have seen so few of the nominees. I'm also, I have like such a bad stomach for things that are like, just like heavy for heavy's sake. Yeah. So like, I'm like trying to psych myself up to watch Sound of Metal, which I've heard is great, but like really sad. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm ne- I'm I'm personally, and this isn't doesn't mean it's bad. I just have like the taste of a toddler, and I'm just like, I'm. I, it takes so much for me to like get up the nerve to be like, yeah, I just want to be sad for two hours because of art and not just like life. And the same way, I actually tried to watch Sound of Metal, and after five minutes, I was I was like, no. <laughs> turned it off and you know what's fucked up actually because we were, be- were able to stream everything it just gives everyone the right to turn it off like you know yep, when you're locked totally. in very rare that you walk out of a film I can think of one movie I, I you know it's funny I can think of two movies I walked out on I believe they're both Adam Sandler movies actually um, <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it but they're both like dramatic Adam Sandler movies not Uncut Gems which I loved Punch Drunk Love I walked out of Punch Drunk Love. Wow. And I love um, Paul Thomas Anderson. Like, love his wow. movies. I don't think I was in a good space for it. I get very weird with, like, weird music. And I don't know. It wasn't for me. It, that movie has a very unsettling vibe. My friend, I saw it. I, I forget. I was pretty young, like a late teen when it came out. And my friend who has, like, he's, like, a has very funny taste because he, like, went to west point out of high school like he so he went to the military academy but he also went he saw punch drunk love by himself and then called me and was like dude we have to see this movie i i'm gonna go again with you tomorrow so you see it and i'm like a paul thomas anderson like art drama (laughs) and i was like wow multitudes dude (laughs) wait i do love that i love the idea of um like a military guy who is grappling with his past, you know, that's very much my type. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh like yeah. You'd that. love him. Oh, I already know I would. I would be like, babe, <laughs> like for you, I'll see punch junk. Lap. That's how I'd have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go see punch junk. Lap. Um, and then Spanglish was the other movie. And another one, I love James oh, L. Yeah. Brooks, but I just, yep. I also think I was too young for both of them. Like I was too hyper. I couldn't sit in the theater. Yeah. Do you remember a movie you walked out on? I don't think, I don't think, I don't know if I've ever left. You know, you know what? This is so, this is so embarrassing, but it's, this story is out in the world already, but I will tell it to you because it's the real answer to your question, which is I'm intensely squeamish. I'm just like, again, a baby. And so 
I was my like third date with my now wife Max. Aww. We went to see um Gone Girl, the one where the girl is gone, and there's now, the wh- scene. What? <laughs> <Go> <laughs> no spoilers. Go on, but the yeah. girl. She gone. gone. <laughs> that was Not the tagline. With Gone Baby Gone, which I think is about a baby that's gone. Yeah. Um, they never found that baby. They never found that baby. By the way, the wind still gone. Go on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and somebody went with him, but yes, we're not going to tell I'm you. Not gonna spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay, so go on, Gone Girl. <laughs> so there's a there's one scene that is like much more violent and unsettling than the rest of the movie. And I was just like, oh, I need a second. And it takes place. It's pretty close to the end of the movie. There's like probably 10 minutes left. And so I like took a second to walk out and my phone died. As I was out, it was like a two-year-old iPhone, which is just like hospice phone at all times. So, like it could just go at any moment. You're just trying to keep it comfortable. <laughs> go on. And so I'm sitting in the lobby and my phone's died. And this woman who I, you know, who I'm now married to for years. Uh, but she <laughs> was like, did he just ditch me in the middle of the movie? And then came out and was like, I mean, I think she was more like, is everything okay? But like, I wasn't answering text. So she was like, what's happening? You know what I mean? I don't think she suspected me of just like ghosting her mid movie. But um, so she came out and was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just am a child. And this is humiliating. I would understand if you'd like to stop dating me. (laughs) Do you think that's the moment she fell in love, Josh Gondelman? Because I have to tell you something. It's a sensitive like, if I met a man who was like, I literally can't watch blood, like, felt sick, I'd be like, this mm-hmm. man needs someone to caretake him. And I want that person I to do. be me. Yeah. And she's she's been she's been very careful <laughs> with me <laughs> ever since. Wait, are you squeamish with your own blood, too, or, like, other people's? No, and it's not even, uh, like, blood stuff. I think it's, like like sexual violence more than anything. And this wasn't, this was like a murder during sex, which is like kind of a different category. Uh, But like, yeah. And like stabbing in the face is a big thing for me. I would hate to be stabbed in the face. That's just something. While having sex. Not for me. What about Cape fear? Cause Cape fear has a famous murder while having sex and a biting scene. Oh, that might be, it might be a lot for me. Have you never seen Cape fear? I've never seen Cape fear. (gasps) Oh my God. It's such a great movie. It's so, I mean, Robert De Niro in it is truly, it should be recut as an SNL sketch comedy because he's like, ha, prosecutor. He's like very, (laughs) he's like this Southern, like New Orleans, he's hot in it and come for me. I don't give a fuck. Like Robert De Niro looks hot in Cape Fear. He's like a greased up muscle man. And he's like, oh, you got a very pretty daughter there, prosecutor. And just (laughs) I feel like, look, we talk a lot about, like, bad Boston accents in movies because those are always hilarious. Yeah. But, like, the bad, and and we talk about individual bad Southern accents, but, like, the genre of, like, uh, uh, like, upper crust Southern gentleman played by someone not from the South is, like, preposterous. Like, um, the the late Kevin Spacey in, um, uh, Did you say the late Kevin Spacey? (laughs) Yeah. Funny. Did you see that he's living? I, okay, so you're a Jew. I'm a Jew. Did you ever have, yes. I didn't have this phase, but a lot of girls I know did, the Evan and Jaren phase. Did you ever like, did you know who they oh, are? Oh, I remember that. They had that one song that was really big. Was did it you, Crazy for the Girl? For sure. Well, guess who one of them is living with now? 
Oh, I, I just saw that with Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey is living, I think, with Evan from Evan and Jaren. It might it's, be Jaren. It's Kevin and Evan. Kevin, it's Kevin, Evan, and Jaren. They're going to release Kevin. another song. Seriously, we are so crazy for this girl. That's the sequel to the song. No, for real, we are like cuckoo for this lady. That's going to be the new title. Um, yeah, he he nabbed one of the Evan and Jarens. This ba- bad accents in general will take me so far out of the movie. You know, I was trying to think with Frances McDormand winning Best Actress. Like, she has just perfected being herself in every single thing. Yeah, She was great in Fargo. She actually was a character in that. And like, Incredible. I-, I love that movie. But truly in Nomadland, the whole movie I just feel like is her in a van while people make stew. Like, truly. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just like, <laughs> want some stew? Like, constantly asking her if, they, if she wants stew. They're just like, Cooking things in big pots. Um, Sounds like good hosting. Good hosting, if you ask me. <laughs> that should have been the name of the movie. Good hosting. Good hosting. Uh, with an apostrophe. <laughs> the movie is just called Stew. <laughs> it's too bad there's been a movie called The Incredibles 2, because this movie should be called The Incredible <laughs> Stew. <laughs> Wait, can we please write a movie about like a Hungarian chef called The Incredible Stew? And yeah, he's so mean. Goulash. And he, he like dies in the Holocaust. That's how it ends. And they're just like, <laughs> and he takes his goulash recipe with him. That's a movie, babe. That's fucking listen, get Thomas Vinterberg on the line, you know, because he would love that. Honestly, Seinfeld of the Soup Nazi, where are the stories of all the soup Jews? When are those being told? You know, you laugh. I would like to know the answer to that. Because my family mm-hmm. has some soup recipes. Yeah. When is our story gonna get told? When is our soupy story gonna get told? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the Duplass brothers and I are putting out an anthology series called Soupy Stories, where each episode is about a different kind of soup. By the way, if you do not fucking cast me as like some old Russian stirrer, I have such good stirring arms that I have like the bingo wings, like they'll flap in the wind. It's going to be so good. I, and they like me. I yeah, think. you're going to star in the episode for whom the borscht tolls. <laughs> stupid what about uh evan and jaren and kevin spacey starring in a a soup comedy called crazy for this goulash (laughs) wait let me ask you real are you a millionaire because you should be i say this with so much love like you (laughs) should have more money i don't you ever think that sometimes you're like wait I should be rich. Like, how does this brain not just immediately translate into big checks? You know, I'm serious. I texted. I did. The, I had the most arrogant thought I've ever had. And it was like tongue in cheek. But I also kind of meant it. Um, I texted my friend today um, who she wrote. My friend Rex King wrote a, a book called Tacky that's coming out in the fall. Cute. It's a, an essay collection. And there's an essay about Guy Fieri. And so I texted her. And I'm writing a blurb for the book. And I said, I want to. Uh, I almost wrote just as the blurb, like, this is the kind of book Guy Fieri would want to eat. But I didn't want to insult Guy Fieri. That was just, like, funny to me. Like, uh, but I, and then I said, she was talking about someone else she's trying to get to blurb it. And I said, fingers crossed in donkey sauce. And I was like, I should win an award for texting. Yes. Texting and (laughs) tweeting. You're so funny on Twitter, too. It's like. Oh, thank you. And it's a free thing. We get nothing out of it. Do you ever feel sometimes, I mean, you write for a living. But sometimes when you have a funny joke, do you think, I'm not going to waste this on Twitter for free. Like, I'm going to write this one down and keep it for me. There, Sometimes I'm like, I if I put this on Twitter, it's just going to be annoying. Like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to say it out loud where there's no comment section. 
where you have to wait to hear the second part of the joke and not like that people not that it's like i'll get criticized for it it's just like i just like i don't want to hear everybody's like funny riffs on the first part of this joke and the whole thing doesn't fit in a tweet it the problem with twitter and i'm sure you know this and even when they lengthen the tweets from 140 to whatever it is 280 is that um I often find that people who are really great at Twitter, it's like the thing they're great at. You know what I mean? It's sure. for certain people, it's like the perfect format for them. And I, yes. it took me a long time to accept that it just was not my perfect format. I'm not. I, I'm good at it with live things. Like I love quick shooting off quick fire live response. Yeah, tweets. I mean it, you're so good at it with live events. That's really where the only time I like Twitter. But if I'm walking along the street, this is why I'm bad at social media. Like, I don't think to myself, oh, my God, I'm going to make a TikTok about this is so funny. I'm going to make a TikTok. It's very rare that I see something and I think, yeah, I'm going to I have to document this for social media. I've got to talk about it. (laughs) T.O.K. Yeah, we have to talk. We got to wait. That's a podcast. We got to sell that. Joshy. That's my that's that's my new talk show. It's all TikTok. It's called the talk. It's called the talk. I'm going to get fired from it in like six weeks and I can't wait. I'm going to have to step down from the talk. T O K. Wait, we after really. After a wine burp scandal. After a line. <laughs> oh my God, so many wine burps. So, like, Mish literally has a problem. Um, oh my gosh. Why are there no male panel shows? I just had that thought. It's always women. Why can't they let men have a panel? Yeah, I wonder. Hmm. I Sporting feel like there's things. so many. The sport, yeah, the yeah. sports ones are, it's mostly men. Or, like, I think it's better balanced now, but it's a lot of men. Um, yeah, there's no there's no real dudes just just dudeing around. I just want to see dudes duding. <laughs> Honestly, there just aren't enough opportunities for men in show business. The problem now is men have no opportunities. I mean, look, you know. That's what it is. I want to mm-hmm. keep talking about Nomad Land. People are going to get mad at me. I liked it. They're going to get Nomad at me. And I'm going to say, Nomad, happy. <laughs> No mad, be happy. That's my new line. Um, Josh, why don't we go to break and come back because great. I want to talk to you. Um, I don't know if I'll bring cocaine up. We'll see. I know. It's, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm in the mood. I I don't. Want, I feel like Josh is sick of the cocaine thing, but I might have to bring it up. Uh, <laughs> if you don't already follow Josh Gondelman, you are a fool. Uh, I'm sorry to insult you, but it's true. On Instagram and Twitter at Josh Gondelman. And right now, go subscribe to his podcast, Make My Day. It's so fun. I adore it. You have the best guests on it, Josh. That's really true. Oh, thank you. It's really true. Also, we'll talk about your writing career. Maybe, maybe not. That's the fun of the show. Who knows? I'm down to talk about whatever. I'm like truly just here to enjoy chatting with you. An angel. Just an angel from up on high. Josh I'll be sober by the next episode. And I, Tracy, can you insert a wink noise, like a SpongeBob tinky tink noise? All right. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free... 
Sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.